to welcome everyone in to another episode of Just Another Sports Podcast. I'd like to welcome back Colin McGuire. It's so good to be back. Who was roaming so roaming around in the woods, well, we, right. uh, we said last week. How, how, how was the woods? It was good. I built a fire pit. Yeah, what did you what did you cook? Did you uh, did you have some beans or um, or did you kill some stuff and uh, heat it up I over did. the fire? Or I killed some French fries. French and fries. I heated them up over the fire. No, I, I I did I did actually help build a fire pit, so that was good. I was you, in the you, sun. You were a lot. with other people. You, know, you went yeah, wandering the mine. wandering yeah. the uh, woods by the yourself. Wilds. Well, I'm, I'm from sort of the woodsy area, a a woodsy area, so. Just going home, I'm kind of already there, and I was with a good friend of mine, and him and is I. It, okay, okay, I was just yeah. gonna say, was it she who shall not be named? No, or? it oh, was. Okay. It was. Uh, we just we dug out. We got a shovel and yeah. we dug out a, a fire pit with bricks and. And this was hardcore camping, or um, no, no, no. It wasn't anything hardcore. But I, I was in the sun a lot. I don't know if you can see it now, but uh, your face I'm, is a bit red. <laughs> well, that's just because I'm. Happy to be here, Greg. Awesome. That's the, and how did it go? La- how was Josh? Yeah, no Josh Smith. No this Josh. Week. This Josh week. is on. Josh is on assignment with his uh, with his family uh, uh, this week. So no Josh this week. So just me. I think this is the first episode we've done, except for on my podcast, the Final Score, where I where I had you on once. But I think this is our first. That's right. Uh, Jasp episode where it's just me and you. We've we've been waiting for this, uh, this opportunity. Is, we've been waiting to kick Josh out. Oh well, yeah. A while now. Hopefully so. we can talk nothing but WWE then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Extreme Rules is this weekend. Yeah. yeah in, in, Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, are you going? I was thinking about. I was legitimately thinking about going, and then it turns out the band is playing Sunday, so right. I will not be able to go. So, and we'll talk about stuff that we care about. Unlike Josh, who <laughs> who, who, who cares about <laughs> nothing. Right. Uh, right. we, he just here for fun every week apparently because he doesn't care about he anything, doesn't care so. about anything i right. thought i thought about this this is the the last pairing one week you were out yeah one week i was out and now this week josh is out so maybe we, we'll, we've come full circle on this we've podcast. come full circle i hope we get to talk to very barry's for luca at some point we will <laughs> i mean but barry's on vacation oh I, now I, he's on vacation i reached out to him he said he said he's gonna be out of the office until the 15th so <laughs> so Summers are bad for it, sports writers. At some point before we die, we will have Barry's Verluga on on this uh, on, on this podcast. I hope ho- so. Ho- hopefully, so I want to ask. I have so many questions for him. I have more questions for him than I had for, for looking for. Really? Yeah. Such so. as, I want my biggest question for him. I mean, should we save it or should I say it now? Give, give us a little tease. Well, his very first newspaper job. I want to ask him about it because I know where it was. You do. Yeah. Where was it, or, or do you want to, do you want to we'll, save it? We'll save it. But okay. it surprised okay. me when I found this. I didn't know this. I don't think a lot of people knew this. Was it? Was it like did he start at the, like the New York Times, or was it like no, surprising? No, no. Or no, it was it was surprising to me in that it was uh, the location and the size. Okay. So, and actually, um, this isn't as small as where he started. But who who am I thinking of? John Clayton. Yeah. John Clayton got his start. In, in the, a, the nerdy NFL ESPN Yeah, reporter. he got his start about a half an hour from where I live, where I'm from. Where, like the Altoona Mirror? Or no, no, no. Because no. you're, you're from that area, right? Well, yeah. I'm from way, way north, north, more toward Erie. Okay. And, um, but he, he I, from what I understand, I think he started out at a paper in a little town called St. Mary's, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So we'll have him on and we'll talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I, John Clayton might be pushing it, but but we we pulled off Lock and Forge just because he's got he's in Frederick and he happens he's a weirdo and happens to follow me on Twitter, so so that was, that was an easy enough connection to make. 
and uh, Zverluga is from from the area, and, and that's just an email away. So it's yeah. amazing all this communication uh, we have, and and how we could uh, be in touch with pretty much anyone we want to be in touch with. So it's a good area to be in for that, the DC area. Right. Well, you, my friend, picked a very bad week i know to be off because so I much know. happened uh in the nba last week and we wanted and to get, had so much to say and, and, right and um and josh and i went an hour i mean we were saying yeah. we'll see how long we could we could blabber on and, and we and, <laughs> and, and and we went for an hour or more and and that was without your normal uh, contributions so, so that's that's saying something and i want to get all your thoughts on what happened last week because there's a lot to still talk about and stuff that's still relevant but first, we have a World Cup final. We, we do. We, we waited. We, 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 yeah. we, we, we just watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording this on uh, a Wednesday evening in France and Croatia. France and Croatia. Who had that? Are in the World Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you say, I, I think before this tournament, people were thinking Germany, of course, the defending champs. They were thinking Spain. Uh, I had Brazil winning. Uh, Brazil. Yeah. Brazil was a juggernaut. Ar- I, I mean, Argentina was Argentina, the runner-up. Right, so, yeah. I mean. I had uh, Belgium, too. I, I remember on that, you can check the tape maybe a month ago. Ago, I said either Brazil or Belgium, and yeah. now yeah, Belgium looked like the best team in yeah. the tournament until <laughs> until of course they lost to France yes uh, uh, by a goal mm-hmm. on uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I mean they had, they had yet to lose in the tournament. They had won all their games. They had a ridiculous yeah. comeback against Japan from mm-hmm. two goals down in the second half. So Belgium, I thought they had that look of being the champion. I mean, some teams take on this look mm-hmm. where that looks like the best team. That looks like the team that's going to win it all. They're they're playing well and everything seems to be coming together for them. But then but then France, which has been playing great defense except for that one game against Argentina where they yeah. where they gave up the three goals, mm-hmm. uh, they they just put the clamps on them well, uh, yesterday. My question to you is outside of especially, we'll get to sort of overall stuff maybe after the World Cup. But going into the final and the final is Sunday, what to you is the biggest story so far coming out of the World Cup now that. You know, you didn't have a rooting interest because the U.S. wasn't in it. Right. Um, I know you watched a little, if not a lot. I, I, I've been watching a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what's the biggest story? What's the biggest storyline, do you think? It's funny because, I mean, you haven't had the star power, per se, because yeah. uh, Ronaldo and Messi both went out uh, early in the mm-hmm. – in, in, in I think they lost their first match of the knockout yeah. round. They were each out in the round of 16. But so. Cristiano Ronaldo had a hell of a of a group stage. <laughs> right, yeah, out. he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, a three-goal start to the tournament, yeah. that, uh, that, that, that's not so bad. So. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, they've been talking about the set pieces, like how many goals have been scored on 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 the set pieces. Even mm-hmm. even in the England uh, uh, Croatia semifinal today, the first goal was scored on a, on, yeah. a, on on a free kick in, or very early in the game. And so. you had to wonder when it was it wind when it was winding down, and we all kind of thought it'd be the last play. They had one last free kick. They had one last set piece that they could run, and they they came up short. I read something today earlier this morning. That said, they got so England got so good at running set pieces by watching NBA games. Did you read this? I did not. I was going to send this to you guys, but I wasn't sure if you guys would be interested. Yeah, it, it was. It was really. It was curious to see because what, just, just the passing and, and stru- yeah, just sort structure of structure of the offense and stuff. Yeah, or? like the way that they they broke down NBA tape and and then they went out there and they they figured out you know how could they get some of their set pieces to work. And it's, it really paid off for them up until this final game. But, well, I mean, uh, Croatia's just had a resilience about it. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they could have been out in, in any – I mean, I think yeah. Russia scored first on them. Yeah. They, they were in PKs yeah. against Denmark, and that mm-hmm. was a ridiculous uh, PK session. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think if you watched it uh, – uh, uh, 
it was either it was a couple Sundays ago, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think now. Yeah. So, so I mean, Croatia just has this resilience about them, and, and they just won't go away. They're one of the smallest countries in in the entire tournament, know, that... and, and and here they are. I think this is only their fifth World Cup appearance, and here here they are in the final. And and how can we count them out? I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. France is obviously going to be the heavy favorite just based on their youth, their talent, their history. But 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 I mean, you keep counting this Croatia team out, and they keep surprising everyone. I'd be interested in seeing the line in terms of betting on that. I don't know how much France will be favored, but you got like you said, you got to think they'll be favored. Do you do you have a rooting interest? Do you, would you like to see one team win? I kind of I'm kind of would like to see Croatia yeah. uh, pull pull this off. I, I don't really have a rooting interest. I mean, if France won, it's not like I'm going to be downtrodden or heartbroken or anything like that. So. I, I was going. I was, I really wanted a Belgium England final. So when France won, I was going to root against France because I don't. You know, I'm mad at France for for kicking Belgium out. But now I'm more mad at Croatia for kicking England out because it's more recent. We just came in here two minutes after the end of the game. So now I'm like, I'm back to France. I guess I want France to win, you but do. I, I don't know. I I mean, everybody wants the underdog. I don't know. Give me a night to sleep on it. I guess we'll see. Croatia would be a, a good story, although, I mean, can you name five players? No. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think any Something that's can. with a chitch or something like that. <laughs> uh, something like that. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you put chitch on the end of it, that, that, guy's, pr- <laughs> that guy's probably playing for Croatia. Josh so. Smithicic. Right. Colin yeah. McGuire chitch, yeah. Swateka chitch. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we yeah. could play for Croatia. So, I mean, I mean, I, I the set pieces have been uh, noteworthy. I mean, what, what, what's, mm. your, what's your takeaway from the tournament? I mean, you asked me the question. What, what, what have you taken away? To me, the biggest story coming into the tournament and I think we're too far removed from it now to think about it when the question's asked but I'm still going to take this away this is going to be my headline for this year is Lionel Messi everybody wants to claim that he's the greatest of all time and I think I kind of ran it about this the last time I was on this podcast everyone wants to claim he's the greatest of all time I did because we talked about do you need to win a world cup to be considered that and this was going to be the hope everybody thought Argentina had huge expectations coming in they barely got out of the group stage. They and it was, I mean, yeah, they, they lost their first match. Yeah, yeah. Diego Maradona flipped everybody off, and uh, you know, was he was, <laughs> ended up in the hospital? Didn't he? <laughs> he ended up in the hospital. <laughs> I don't know. I just find that funny. Uh, some people are offended. I I thought it was funny, but to me, when you look at you look at the best players in the world, how can you really rank them among the all time greats when their teams never get? to this place well you're you know? you're extending this to ronaldo, ronaldo too, as well because, yeah because, Port- because portugal's never or yeah. he hasn't won a world cup with portugal yeah so. and so you get teams like croatia and france for instance and even like a belgium who looked great until they didn't until they lost uh they didn't look bad i mean they, yeah, lost they didn't one, look bad one yeah. nil so but yeah. everything was good for them until it wasn't and they were eliminated you know, it's kind of the era of the team now. It's not, there's no, none of these big name stars really matter. Even Brazil, Brazil always has names and they're not here. They're not at the final. So I look at it and I, I just, I, I kind of think it's a lot of superstars being put in their place. And I'm looking toward 2022 wondering who's going to emerge who's going to be a star by then well i mean you have harry kane of england who's yeah. a star and i think he led the tournament in goals and stuff like that mm. so so i mean he 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 was great and he led england to the to the semifinals yeah. so so if they come back but then do we get to the do we have the same conversation in four years 
where England is out in the group stage. You know, we right. think he's he's a superstar, and yet he can't get, you know. Is that just how this is going to work now? Well, it's the era well, of the team? Well, it's funny because I think France is one of the youngest teams in the tournament. I, I think this is one of their youngest teams they've ever brought uh, here. I, I think I heard that during the Belgium mm-hmm. match. So, I mean, you know they're going to be a factor again, yeah. or, or you would think. You would think. Uh, but, but four more, I mean, Ronaldo and Messi, they're in their, I think, their early 30s yeah, each. they're is, ancient. Right, Um so I, I think Kane Kane is a is a is a younger guy. Neymar I think is in his probably mid to late twenties. Yeah, uh, uh, for Brazil. Yeah, so you, you um, would think Brazil will be back. You know the Germans always look good. I, they they had a disappointing. There'll be a fresh fresh wave yeah. of stars probably. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, but by yeah. then. So I mean I mean I don't think tournaments like these ever lack star power per per se. Just because there's so many countries. I mean they're going to expand the tournament too. Yeah, it's odd to me though that while it doesn't lack star power, none of the stars ever seem to win at least in while we've been alive you know i can't really recall a team that had super so i guess maybe there was a brazil team in there but i yeah Yeah. i don't know that won everything you know right there there was a ronaldo there was a ronaldo for brazil i I think when they won it um i'm trying to think of spain when spain spain won won in what 2010 um and and who i thought they had some notable players uh, i just can't remember david via i i think uh torres oh yeah so i mean but but not like not like huge not like huge megastars germany was just a team just just a team german machine Um, right yeah. yeah Um, when when they, when they won in 2014, so uh, uh, but both of these teams, I, I think France has some good young stars, but 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 they're more of a again a collect a collection yeah. of players. The Croatia obviously is so. Yeah, uh, I mean, will Croatia be back in four years to this level? You know, Where, yeah. Well, because you always you, you you wonder if it's a flash in the pan. I mean, people had relatively, and I use the word relatively you know very literally high hopes for a team like iceland that was so because iceland had a couple good showings the last couple years well, certain... well actually Arge- i'm sorry i misspoke earlier they tied argentina i i, I think in their first match so argentina mm-hmm. didn't lose their first match but they they, they tied, tied. I, I, iceland yeah. I, bl- I believe is how it went so, so you want to root for those types of small co- like croatia in that sense right. but you know, now they're going to expand it, so it's I don't know. And, and then, they're, and plus, they're pushing it to the fall because for yeah. some reason, some some they had the genius idea to, to put the to, to put it in cutter where it's at like a hundred and forty <laughs> degrees in the summer. Yeah. It's like uh, we can't have players dying on, on 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 the field here, so so we have to we have to move it to the fall. They thought they'd air condition the stadiums or something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. have it in a nice like seventy two or something, and just crank the air conditioning and have it like seventy two. So. Um, great so, electric bill right yeah. um so who knows how it wound up in cutter i'm sure there was some bribery or, or some oh, sort of some, gosh, so, some yeah. sort of scandal involved in getting it there i'm so. still convinced the fix was in for russia to, for them to get as far as they got for the, yeah. for russia to get didn't they win a game in the group stage they got they just lost to croatia and that's then right in the quarterfinals yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking right so I mean, I thought they, the fix was in for them. And they said, in order to make people believe it, you have to go out and Wait, wait, wait. Finals. So you're saying the matches are fixed? Or you're saying I'm saying the whole <laughs> – Putin fixed everything that happened in Russia. In fact, he even fixed – But he had Croatia and France in the final. If I end up dead by next week's episode, it's because the <laughs> Russians came to get me. Because he said, well, if Russia's going to go down, they're going to go down to Croatia. Then Croatia has to win everything to make Russia look more powerful because they lost to the eventual champ. Boom. There's no reason England should have lost today. Yeah, well, can you imagine Vladimir <laughs> Putin or any Russian higher official tuning in to just another sports podcast? I, I mean, it's going to be a hard death. 
<laughs> yeah, if you're like if you're if you're lying next to Carol Creek, if you're found dead next to Carol Creek or something, C- cement now blocks on uh, my ankles. Yeah, yeah, we we know we know something happened. We know someone, um, but we also know that someone's listening too. That's so, true. So right. sponsor so, us, Kremlin. You know, so, you're, you're, just you're, another sports podcast brought to you by the Kremlin. Yeah. <laughs> And, and you notice on the broadcast, Mick Delivery, too, uh, in, in English, one, 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 one of the advertisers along the sign. So McDonald's apparently oh, might, right. might, yeah. might, might deliver yeah. over there. Or I, 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 yeah. I haven't heard this. So. What is that about? I'm, if that That's a game changer for me, to be honest. If McDonald's delivers, I have no reason to ever leave my house. So you, so you can't even burn calories going to, <laughs> going to McDonald's exactly. to, to eat your horrible food. It, it's yes. being brought to you on your couch, essentially, where you could just stuff it into your face. What if you had? This is so great. I mean, we'd go on forever. But when you order a pizza or you order out, you order Chinese food, somebody delivers it to you. Right. It's always, you know, it's never $5. Right. It's always, it's always $10, 15 $20, $30 or something. If you order out at McDonald's and all you want is a small French fry, which is $0.99. Cents, Can you imagine some guy, <laughs> some, some guy. guy taking a small French fry to your front, <laughs> to your front door? And then, like, what? You'd have to tip them a dollar or something. A couple like, of pennies at least. The, yeah, so I'd, I'm way into that. I, I, you know it's coming. You would be the guy that would just order the small fry and, <laughs> make, and, and, and make the guy deliver the small fry to you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person. People from my past will tell you this. I, I crave things. I have very specific cravings. So there will be a time of day where I'm, I really just want one McDonald's hamburger, nothing special. And I would be that guy who would... Sick, you you trekked through a blizzard uh, because you craved uh, what a sheet or sheets or MTO. Wawa? Yeah, yeah, sheets. That's right. You almost you almost died uh, for one, uh, in <laughs> in in, uh, in the name of one of your cravings. That's true. So. That's true. Yeah. So um, I fully support this, and I hope it happens. But I, I I am curious. I am curious to know what that's about. It it was in English. It was McDelivery. You got to think they're going to launch it, right? They're going to launch it. You would think. Well, I mean, everyone's delivering now. Like, like you're, all your grocery stores That's now will, will, will bring stuff to you. I mean, we're getting lazier and oh, lazier yeah. as as a society, and we're getting so, older too. Right, we are getting older. <laughs> um, what what do you make of the World Cup expanding to 48 teams? And they're talking about even making it bigger. I, I guess for the the U.S. tournament, the or the North America tournament in 2026. I mean. Do you think this is a good idea? I mean, do you like it at the 32 teams? Is that enough? Or, or, or what's your take on that? Well, they're only doing it by 2026 so we can make sure we get in because... <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that would be embarrassing if, if, if we were the only <laughs> North American team yeah. or if, if Canada got in and, and, and yeah. we didn't get in. My my issue with expansion when it comes to tournaments, it's, it's something that I've thought about a lot because I think about this in the context of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. And there was a time when you read certain sports writers or you listen to certain sports writers like there was a time when the tournament was only 16 teams and the tournament was only 32 teams and it was only 64 teams and now it's only 68 and and every time i remember when they added more games i thought it was blasphemous and i want to say that same thing right now about the world cup i want to be like expansion is so stupid what makes it great is that it's you know it's this select pool but uh, in 10 years, or I, I guess I shouldn't say 10 years, the NCAA tournament's different. It happens every year. The World Cup only happens every four years, so it takes longer to get adjusted. And, and the NCAA tournament expanded by four teams. Yeah, but before that, they were 30, before right. our time okay, really right, okay, being right. involved, before right. like before really it became a me- Before it became a mega Yeah, event. yeah. So, you know, it's I think it's okay. You know, if you, if you want to get specific, it allows uh, – 
it allows smaller teams to get in and therefore allows bigger upsets to happen like UMBC and Virginia, you know, you could see that. I can understand it from a standpoint where you, you look at the World Cup and you say, I bet I could name 16 teams that are in it off the bat without even knowing the field. And you're going to be right. Um, now, you're going to be able to spice it up a little. You know, the teams like Iceland, which it's a novelty to see them do well, they'll have a bigger opportunity to do well. And maybe somebody catches Is, is it watering down the tournament, though? Because you're going to have some teams that yeah. honestly don't don't belong. Yeah, no, you're right. And I'd, it probably will. But at the same time, it could, it could also lead to a lot of excitement. I don't know how they would do that. There are not a lot of countries. Well, I shouldn't say there are not a lot of countries, but it's hard to host a World Cup. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you need stadiums. You can't just host a World Cup at like, you know, your local f- high school football right. field. It's like you it's you have to Fre- have Frederick infrastructure. England England versus Spain at <laughs> yeah. Frederick High School. Well, look so. at the World Cup that's coming our way in in a few years. Like th- we're doing three different countries. We're doing Canada, Mexico, and the US like wow you know <laughs> that's right. that's a lot of stuff and you when you see these things go to cutter they build stadiums on a whim just for these events that they'll never use again which isn't good it's the same thing with the olympics too so i you know i i don't know that it's a great thing right now but if you ask me in four years or 10 years or 20 years i might have a different opinion because i do think 64 teams in the ncaa tournament is a lot of fun yeah so I don't know. And that means this might be a lot of fun eventually. I I don't know. How many countries are there in this world? Like 50? <laughs> Everyone's in the World Cup. <laughs> if you're a country, if you're a country you qualify for the World Cup. So then so. okay, then maybe that's that's a good counterpoint that like, you know, the NCAA tournament you have what, over 300 schools that could make it, right? Uh yes. Like theoretically yes. and in in division 1 you know. It's a small fraction of the of the of yeah. the overall team. So, do we know how many countries have soccer or football programs? That does are we to assume every single country has a team? Well, I think that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, that's where we get watered down. It's like you have these teams that don't even that barely play soccer. Like they're, they're in the World Cup. Like Iraq has been in the World and, Cup before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saudi I, I Arabia. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so some of these teams, they're not they're not strong teams. They usually don't fare very well. Yeah. But, but, but they they have a national team at least. I'm not sure every country has a national team yeah, that, that, that deserves that. to be in the World Cup. But, oh, but, well, but, yeah. but, but we'll yeah. see. So yeah, it'll be fun. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's uh, transition to basketball. You mentioned the NCAA tournament, and just what That's are right. your thoughts on all this activity in the NBA? Some some recent stuff since since uh, we last talked to you last week. Dwight Howard now is basically officially. Or if not officially yet, he's going to be be a wizard. Yeah, I'd, I don't like that. But uh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, uh, the Lakers are running out of cap room, so they so are. yeah. What are they doing? What the hell are the Lakers doing? Yeah, let's let's stop and start there. What is your take on LeBron James going to the Lakers without really anything else being in place, like no Paul George? And like, and they haven't traded for Kawhi Leonard. To get Kawhi Leonard, they're gonna have to give up some good young players. So, well, I didn't. I I guess I'll throw it back to you to begin because I'm interested in knowing what you thought when you heard Paul George wasn't gonna go. I remember I texted you guys too that I was surprised to see LeBron sign for four years in L.A. Right. Um. Like, what do we think on any level? Because I'm beginning to think this <laughs> that this is not necessarily going to plan going according to plan for LeBron in the way that he might have thought it would have? Well, 
It, 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 the four years thing is the key. I, I mean, it, it's funny because this is the luxury he never gave the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, of the long term. That was the biggest surprise for me. I think right. that's what I texted you yeah, guys. Yeah. Right. Well, first of all, when Paul George said he's staying in Oklahoma City, and that was one of the first dominoes to fall when, when free yeah. agency opened, I'm like, LeBron's going back to Cleveland. I mean, why, yeah. why, why, I mean, why, why would he? Why would he go to LA with? If, I mean, because that was going to be one of the key pieces. You have to give up pieces to get Kawhi Leonard. So I mean, the big three is now not happening for the Lakers. So no. so LeBron. So why would LeBron go to the Lakers? Mm-hmm. Go to the West, yeah. where where you're not even guaranteed to be the second best team in, yeah. in, in the West. So I'm like, ah, this, that's it. He's, he's either going to Philly or he's or he's staying in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that, so that, when that George domino fell, I'm like, there's no way he's going to the Lakers, but then, then he signed with the Lakers the next day. Wasn't right. It? Yeah. Wasn't it Sunday it, night. I think? Right. I, I think he was leaving for some European trip or whatever. And and he, told, he, yeah. he told his agent, no, I've called the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm surprised he signed up without really knowing what the future was going to be. But, 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 I, but I think he and Magic Johnson look at it like this is a four year thing. Like we don't have to win the title. We don't have to be golden state in year one. But over the four years, we'll build enough of a team they they could become yeah. championship caliber. But but it's funny, like he always complained about the team, like the lack. Of, people said he has got no help in Cleveland. He's, but well, but because he kept signing one year deals and they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't commit to building the yeah. team around LeBron when LeBron wouldn't commit to staying there. Yeah. So you you tell me the difference at this point between <laughs> LeBron James, Kevin Love, you know a a, a healthy. Uh, contributing Tristan Thompson, uh, who else? They had George Hill, who they traded for, right? right? Um, and I'm I'm missing. I know I'm missing somebody. I want to reference. Tell me the difference between that team and LeBron James. Uh, what 48 year old Rajon Rondo, a 52 year old Lance Stevenson, right? <laughs> you know, like it. I I just don't understand really how he upgraded going there at this point. And to make it worse, he moved out west, which means the right. competition's going to be that much harder. I think Oklahoma City's going to actually be better. It's going to be addition by subtraction with Carmelo Anthony now leaving. He wants He's probably right. going to go to Houston. Yep. Uh, I think Oklahoma City's going to be better. San Antonio is going to figure something out with or without Kawhi Leonard. You know, they always do. Of course, there's Golden State. Uh, Houston. If, they, they've, I, got, they've gotten slightly worse. They've, so they've gotten they, a little they, worse. Because they, they, they've lost... Uh, they lost Trevor Ariza. And Bamute. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so two of their key wing players are, mm-hmm. are gone. Yeah, but I mean, when you look at that, I don't understand why... Even, why even, Portland, thinks, even Portland, a team yeah. no one thinks about or talks about. They were the number three seed in the West last year. Yeah. U, U, Utah. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're a young... Well, the Pelicans, team. right? Yeah. The, uh, and, and now Golden State also got... Boogie Cousins, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second, because right. I, 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 I just I don't. To me, this was, and I I read this story too. Brian Windhorst gave an interview, I think, to the Huffington Post a couple days ago, and I almost sent that to you too, because it was so interesting. He said he knew LeBron was going to LA weeks and weeks beforehand, but he couldn't report it because there was a two percent chance that that he might not. And if you report it and then he doesn't, you look really. You look really stupid. But the whole thing about the interview with Windhorse was was essentially this was a family move. Like his sons, this is all his wife. This is LeBron's wife saying, this is what I want us we're, to do. We're tired of the snow yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and they, they had a house out there. The sons go to school out there. Two of his sons go to school out there. 
she wanted to be out there. Of course, he's doing the movie thing. He's doing the producing thing. So it was just easier for them. Yeah, to I mean, be his friends are out there running the running his production yeah. company. So, so I I understand it. With it, that said, it's like it's more a personal move. Yeah, you know? I think you I think you just hit the nail on the head yeah. there. It's a lot. It's not a it's not a smart basketball move. No. There, there were there were better basketball moves out there, including probably staying in Cleveland, where where yeah. the, the core is a little older and. and I mean, he, he's with the Lakers. Don't have a Kevin Love. I mean, no, uh, they, they don't, don't. have they don't have a a, a Tristan Thompson uh, uh, per se. So plus you're in the East. So uh, so basketball wise, it really wasn't a smart move. But I, th- I think it was a lifestyle and family move of being in L.A. That's mm-hmm. where they're going to live. It's just, it, it allows them to gradually transition into their b- post basketball lives. What I wonder though is if he gets out there and they immediately start to be frustrating to him cuz he's not a person who has historically dealt with frustration all that well in the past. This seems to be like it could be a super frustrating team not only basketball wise but personality wise. How does he react to that? You know, does he just check out again? Is it just another, I'm going to take a two-week vacation to Miami in the middle of the season? I don't care if we're the seventh seed in the playoffs, we're out in the second round, that kind of thing. I'm interested to know how connected and engaged he's going to be with basketball from this point forward. If this is a personal move, which we just said we think it is, how much brain power and brain space is he going to give to basketball? Because you could easily tarnish your legacy by doing something like this. I don't think the risk and reward is worth it. For, I just don't. I Even if you win a title, and let's say you do it in the fourth year of the deal, great. But you still had, you still got your brains beat out by the Golden State Warriors for at that point, it would have been six straight years, whether you're in Cleveland or LA. You haven't proved anything. All you proved was you were second best to the Golden State Warriors era. And, and I... I I don't know. I mean, of course he's thought about all this stuff, but I don't know if he's thought about how he's going to deal with that if all that happens. A couple couple of other things like LeBron is just going to be another great player that played for the Lakers. Like yeah. he's he's not going to be yeah. Magic, he's not going to be Kobe. He'll never be that. Yeah. He probably won't be Kareem, even Shaq. Like yeah. it, will he be Shaq? Like he's yeah. just going to be another great player in another long line of Lakers. Yeah. In Cleveland, like he was the franchise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he was the man. So he could be Gary Payton. Uh, Gary right. Payton went to the Lakers and became nobody in Los like, Angeles. Like he's still gonna get a statue in Cleveland and and, oh, and, yeah. and and deservingly so. Despite the fact he left the team twice now. <laughs> Does he ever go back? Did you guys talk about that last we, week? We we talked about the idea of him signing a one year or one day contract or whatever and officially retiring as a as a Cleveland Cavalier or something like that. So I, I could definitely see something like that happening, but but the, like the Lakers, they're they're used to this, and 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 plus just the the sports town that L.A. is. I mean, there's so many other things to do and so many other options. It's kind of a if you're not really good, I mean, the yeah. fan the fan base can get apathetic yeah. re, uh, re, really quickly. Look at so, the Los Angeles Chargers, and, and they're not <laughs> and they're not blown away by by uh, there's stars everywhere. Uh, yeah, they're in the movies, yeah. uh, sports. I mean, uh, I mean, they're not blown away by by stars out there. So it goes back to something that I brought up months and months ago on this podcast. He, I, and it was Windhorst I heard it from who said we should have to, him on this. podcast. We should have him on this yeah. podcast. I think he'd come on. He said that LeBron wants to play with his kid. So if his kid's already out, and his kid's, I think, he'll 15, never He'll never make it that far. Well, a four-year deal puts him, his kid would be 19 his years old. His kid would have to be phenomenal, which, which yeah, he, he, he could be. be. LeBron James Jr., I think. Right, yeah. Uh, he would have to, he would be already out there trying to build something out there. And, and the kid, I think, already lives out there with, uh, with his mom and everything. So maybe he's 19 years old, he's 20 years old, and LeBron has some sway. 
you know, bring my bring my son on. I want to play with my son. He could have done it in Cleveland if he wanted to. But there's a better chance of that kid being one and done and going to the NBA than there is of LeBron hanging on for another five four, years. Another five years. You don't you think he'll be level. out of the league in five years? He's he's thirty three. Look at the mileage. I mean, he's he's he he did a go, he, He's been playing eighty two games a season. Yeah. Uh, for for a long time, he's played more games than Michael Jordan has. Now, uh, granted, Jordan took the time off in the middle of his mm-hmm. career, but he's already played m- more games than so many guys <laughs> that, that you've heard of before. I think he'll get to forty. So. I think you, you think so. I think it's some by hook or by crook. At what? But but is he is he playing at a high level still? Or no, is he, is, no, is, is, is not he, at all. Like how many peak LeBron years are, are left? Probably two peak or three. Le- yeah. yeah, probably that, two or three maybe. That's the curious thing about the deal, because if he's not going to be at his peak in his final year of the deal, a that means he's not going to get well. He probably would because he's LeBron, but it's less likely than it is now that he would get a max contract somewhere because he's on the downslope of his career. B, it also suggests that he's investing in the fact that within four years, the core, the young core of the Lakers are going to work out. Like the potential that people saw there with Kyle Kuzma and, and Lonzo Ball and everybody, they're, they're all going to be as great as everybody hopes they're going to be. Well, maybe not. You know, like there's a lot of investment here and a lot of what ifs. I, I can't see this working out. And to me, it's heartbreaking because it takes away something that was fun about watching the NBA. I liked LeBron in Cleveland. I liked the fact, and especially it was getting interesting with Boston getting as good as they're getting and Kyrie's Yeah, in could Boston. Cleveland still be the kings of yeah. the East? Yeah. And now that's gone. I just, and we talked about, we kind of went back and forth on this too, the whole sort of super team complex now. Well, we'll um, we're going to get into yeah. that in a second with DeMarcus Cousins. But there is, I think there is a financial, we, we talked about it's a, fi- it's a lifestyle choice for LeBron. That's where he wants to live. That's where the family wants to live. I think it's also a, fi- a bit of a financial piece because if he gets injured on a one-year contract, I mean, yes, he'll never yeah. he'll never lack money. I mean, he's he's set for his kids, great 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 grandkids are are set up for life. No one no one's arguing that. But but Kobe Bryant got hurt uh, yeah. around the same age as LeBron, and yeah. and so so now he's he's locked into a contract that will pay him X amount over mm. over this these many years. So I think. There were some financial security reasons why he signed the four-year deal too, given his age and mileage. So, yeah, I don't think he's ever going to be hurting for right. money. The- <laughs> no, 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 no. But, 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 but still, he's he's giving him like he he wouldn't make the annual salary if he if he was coming yeah. off an injury that he would on a longer-term deal. That's, is, is that's my true. point. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I, you know, it goes. We're going to go full circle on this conversation too. You brought up he's never going to be Shaq. He's never going to be Kobe. He's never going to be Magic. Will I mean, will he be Will? Yeah, yeah. Like I I I mean, in Laker history, he's probably going to be like the sixth or seventh best player. Just by just via time too. Like you're at the most, he'll be. I mean, if he plays as long as I think he's going to play, then he's got six years with the Lakers. If he plays as long as you think he's going to play, then it's just this deal essentially. It's just four more years. I I think I think he'd do well to get to the end of this Lakers deal. I I don't don't think there's any chance he plays with his son. So well, yeah. I, I I just don't see the logic. I don't see the logic behind it, but good for him. I hope it all works out. And, and there's also this, which we haven't even talked about. The combustibility factor on this team is is quite high. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, LeBron's already the dr- – we've talked about this <laughs> on multiple episodes of this yeah. pie. He's already a, a major drama queen. Yeah. He checks in, checks out, cryptic tweets, cryptic social media. Then you have Rajon Rondo. <laughs> 
<laughs> who, who could spout off at, at, at any point in time. Then you have Lance Stevenson. Who likes blowing in his ear. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who who enjoyed being the nemesis of LeBron, yes. basically. And you also have LeVar Ball. And, and floating on the outside <laughs> of the team is, is, is LeVar Ball. Who's already, I think he took a shot at Rajon Rondo. Right. I think at, at he said, he, he said, I, he said something along the lines of he, yeah. won't, he won't eat into Lonzo's <laughs> playing time. Uh, and, and, he, and he said that Lonzo's not going to be playing off the ball even with Le- even with LeBron. So, well, what are the chances that Lonzo Ball starts the season with the Lakers? I, I starts. I, I bet he starts the season. Uh, you think you don't think they're you don't think they're looking to unload him as, as fast as they can? The more interesting bet to me is the end. Will he end the season with with Will he end the regular season with the Los Angeles Lakers? I I'd find that hard to believe. I have a question though. Go ahead. Thinking about this. If Cleveland never won a title, does LeBron leave? I don't think so. You, you I, I think I think it would have been a lot harder for him to leave yeah. because it's that it's that unfulfilled mm-hmm. pledge that, that 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 he made. Yeah, and I I just that that just makes me think it's like boy I would have rather him waited three years to win a title because if he would have left without a title at this point, I mean there would it would have been the same thing. He would they would have the seen burned been, jerseys and all the, of that the narr- stuff. The, narr- the narrative of LeBron would have been. He knows he can't win here, so he's going. He's he's cherry picking a spot to to help him win a title. But how can you tell me that cherry picking Los Angeles? You know you're going to win this. T- you know, oh, I, this is not cherry pick. This he, is not this is not cherry picking. There's a story today that uh, I guess Magic Johnson sat in his car for an hour waiting for LeBron. I saw, to, I saw that. Yeah. Well, so I, you, well, why does Magic have to wait in his car for an yeah. hour for for LeBron to grace him with his presence? I mean, he's he's, he's ma- a multi billion dollar yeah. Magic. Magic Johnson. So. Magic should have had another. Pl- I mean, you can't tell me the best he can do is Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson. You can't tell me that. It seemed like for a moment there, the Lakers were just going after any name player yeah, they, 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 they could find. Like he, this guy. Hey, people have heard of this guy. Sign him up. Trade for him or, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think Kawhi Leonard's going to end up with them. I don't either. Yeah, I actually I think it's more likely Kawhi Leonard sits out the season. Speaking of Kawhi Leonard, though, it's interesting. Greg Popovich, this hasn't been talked about at all. Greg Popovich is coach coach of USA Basketball. And you know who they just named a USA Basketball? Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So if they have such a bad, awful, horrible relationship, how's that going to work when when USA Basketball gets back together? Which will be, you know, which is soon, right? The Uh, the Olympics will be in two years. years. Yeah. So I want to see how that plays out. Excellent question. I I think he's not going to play this year. That's you right. think he's sitting out the year? I think he will. Won't that make him look worse though than, he already, than, than he already does? He, yeah. I mean, basically, people accuse him of sitting out this year already. So, oh yeah. So you're going to yeah. sit out two years, uh, yeah. just, just pouting basically. So, I think so. Uh, I think that, that'd be something if he did. <laughs> so I mean, would you want him on your team uh, if he was willing oh. to sit out two years? Oh, so I mean, no. he's a good player, but is, but is he that good? He's where, where, where he's you're, where you're taking on that kind of baggage, bringing him on. So. He's got a lot to talk about. I think at some point, whatever ends up happening, he's going to have to say something to somebody. He's not. He's not a talkative guy, though. So that, that, that's I know. about him. So. Well, the only way out of that is if he goes, if he somehow works it out in San Antonio, and then Pop and everyone else will right. talk for him. So one of the things Josh and I talked about was Boogie Cousins, his signing. How much does it hurt them? Because again, here we go again. Who's going to win the title next year? Gee, yeah. let, gee, let me think. The Warriors are going to win the title for the for the third straight year and fourth in five years. They could have won. Could have been going for what f- five in a row, just be, just row. because I mean they were a game seven win away from, from mm-hmm. potentially five wins in a row. I mean, does how much does this hurt the NBA if you think it does? 
Well, does it hurt the NBA? I don't know. Do I do I think it hurts Golden State? I do. I'm one of those it, people. It hurts Golden I State. I think it hurts Golden State. I'm one of those people who believes a thousand percent in chemistry, and I think it took them it took them a couple years to get it right with Kevin Durant, you know, fitting him in the system. Oh, they've won two titles. With yeah, they're, I know. Two, they're, two, <laughs> they're, they're two for two in titles with Durant. But, but this year, you saw some cracks in the armor, and I, I don't know if that's what this this is about. Maybe are they filling a hole? That, well, that, well, have the Lakers re-energized the Warriors? I mean, maybe, maybe I mean, that's something I'm looking for. Definitely, as the season approaches, so. I, I think you know i guess if if i had to answer i would say i think it's a bad decision or not a bad decision but i do think it's bad for the nba i think it's bad for golden state i don't get it i don't understand it i i i don't know what to make of it like who so they're starting five now it could be five all stars yeah you're going to have an all star team and if you don't win 75 games well keep in mind he's not going to be i mean he's coming off a major injury That's so, right, so yeah. he's not going to be available until yeah until the second half of the season really but he's coming off what an achilles yeah that, okay right yeah. so i i think i mentioned this too before i don't think that there's been a big man to come off an achilles yeah to really come back like elton brand never was elton brand again after, right it's, after. A, it's, a, it's a fair question will he be the boogie cousins yeah. will he be peak boogie cousins basically i just to me psychologically i just don't get it like I don't understand why Golden State. Maybe you're right with what like the Lakers re-energize him. But if I'm Golden State, I'm looking at Los Angeles and I'm saying you didn't really do much. You just got LeBron, you know, and we've already beat LeBron a million times well, with a better cast. With a better cast, yeah. So I, I, I mean, yeah, you, I, I the, don't know. The Lakers have more potential than the Cavs just because they're younger and and they have nice, yeah. some nice young pieces. But but yeah, I mean, it, it's not a team that that's used to winning. Yeah, I mean, these aren't guys that have been through the battles before, like a J.R. Smith and a Tristan Thompson and a Kevin Love and stuff like that. Yeah, so. and remember the Golden State beat Cleveland when Cleveland had Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and LeBron James. You know, those right. that that's a strong big three, especially at that time. Stronger There's than no. LeBron, Brandon Ingram, and, Ky- <laughs> yeah. and, and, and Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, so, I know. And, or, or Rondo, LeBron, and Stevenson, or whoever, however you want to dice up the Lakers three. Yeah, but how do you? What do you do about it? If you're if you're Adam Silver, what what if you're I, the I, league? What Josh, do you do? Josh and I talked about this. We sort of had different differing positions uh, last week. Josh said, "There's enough." Other interesting stuff going on in the NBA, like with, with the the Lakers. I mean, and all this, the uh, all there's, there's enough storylines in the NBA d- that people will still be interested. Nothing on the east side of the country. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, how good the, might the Celtic, the Sixers, yeah. the, 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 all the Sixers, the, the, yeah, the, the, the blossom, the blossoming Sixers-Celtics rivalry. You have Giannis who's stuck in Mil- who's stuck in Milwaukee. Probably not for um, long. Well, he says he li- he says he likes it there. He he's a, he, he he's not looking for a super high profile situation so um but um, josh thinks there's enough like will the lakers explode i mean uh will will the golden state chemistry will will cousins tear it apart i mean josh thinks there's enough other stuff going on that people will still be interested in the league it's probably true to a degree but i think like when people are looking at this and they're saying why should i even bother watching this because we we already know who's gonna win (laughs) win the title so i I think there's a lot of that at work and i lean on the side more where it's it's hurting the league, uh, the, the super teams, because it's taking any drama about what anyone really cares about, which is the ultimate outcome: who's who's going to win the title. So, yeah, what, what I think when it comes to that that sort of stuff, and I think of you know, I think of the Boston Celtics for the first what twenty games of the year. One, 
this past season, didn't they go like 18 and two? There was some yeah. like absurd number that they went and people were like, oh my gosh, Boston's really that great. So if you want to really get into the weeds, you can look out east and you look at Boston, you look at Philadelphia and you could see them go on a run mid season, early season where they win 25 out of 30 games or something. And people are, they're like, oh my gosh, look at this team. Yeah, I mean, uh, Boston's uh, adding presumably Gordon Hayward back. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, those things could keep it interesting. I think people who really like basketball, we're all going to watch. It, it, I think it'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll watch. You and, you and I are, and Josh are watching. Yeah. But, but, but the, the casual fan, are, are they, are they yeah. staying? Are they at the, that's the question. Maybe it, they watch LeBron in L.A. Maybe they watch Golden State. I'd But like I was saying, out, out east, though, <laughs> It's it's the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. <laughs> like right. there, there's really no story here outside of Boston and Philadelphia that matters. I mean, Cleveland. Yeah, the Wizards aren't. The Wizards yeah, are probably. Who I the mean, Wizards are. Well, with, with Dwight Howard, I mean, that, that they'll they have a chance to improve, but but they're not going to beat the Celtics or the Sixers probably. Journeyman. So. Dwight Howard, by the way, did we ever think that Dwight Howard would become a journeyman? Yeah. I mean, that's what he has become. Yeah, he's he's, he's, bou- he's bounced around so much. So, so much. You know, after those years in Orlando, everybody thought he's a franchise player. Goes out to LA, he's in Houston, ends up on the Atlanta Hawks. You know, this is this is not a guy you can invest. And he was he was, tra- he was traded to Brooklyn, and yeah. Brooklyn had no intention of ever keeping him. <laughs> so it was just it was just a salary. It was just a salary move uh, strictly. Jeez. So um, yeah. So what, what you asked what could be done about it it would have to come just with the salary cap i think um uh pay yeah. pay guys what don't limit what lebron can make let lebron earn true market value mm-hmm. and that would eat up that would, that would eat up team if like if lebron made what he's truly worth teams wouldn't be able to pay uh, other guys as much as they yeah. pay them so yeah. so so don't limit what the top stars can make let teams bid uh, what, bid <laughs> however much they want for them uh to, to whenever for them yeah so, um, and then the second thing you could do is just make it a hard salary. Like you cannot exceed this. There's no luxury yeah. tax. Take away the luxury tax. There's no like this is the salary cap, and you can't you can't go over it. Make it like a hard cap, like like the NFL. So I hesitate. It goes back to the World Cup question that you asked me about expanding. I, I hesitate to really talk or think about what the things that happen now, how it will affect things in five ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, it's really hard. Like, I feel like we could look back or in five or 10 years and, and look at this sort of era of the NBA and say it completely changed the game in one way or another. Like, it just did. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's it's a given that Golden State's going to win the title. I know that that, that sounds silly. I, I think Boston's going to be really I, good. I think Boston's going to be really, really good. And Brad Stevens is probably the best coach in the league and they probably won't have the chemistry issues that oh, State, yeah. i mean it, golden state's held it together with durant but yeah i mean adding boogie cousins is, an, is, an, is, is another thing in, yeah. entirely so i when i when i look at that i i just wonder well it's like in in five years do we just look back and we say well you know it was kind of like michael jordan on the bulls and uh you know uh carl malone and john stockton on the jazz you know or, or um uh, Hakeem Olajuwon with the Rockets, and they kind of had a big three for two years when they won their their rings. I I just we we, we talked about that last week. Would Jordan's Bulls have beaten the, the Hakeem Rockets? I, 
it's hard to think Michael would let him lose. It's just hard to that's, think. That, 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 that's basically Josh, that was the answer to Josh and I. Like, like the Bulls had no one to stop Olajuwon. I mean, no. like Bill Cartwright, Luke no, Longley. No. Like, Horace Grant. Like, no, 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 mm-hmm. This was pre-Rodman like in 94-95. Yeah. So the Bulls had no one to, to yeah. defend uh, Hakeem. But there was nobody on the planet who could defend Michael Jordan. Right. Well, so. I mean, the, the Rockets did have <laughs> Vernon Maxwell, who in, in, in the realm of guarding Michael Jordan did a better job than most. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know that it's really, really bad for the league. It might make the league more intriguing. It might not, which I know is a bad thing to say on essentially sports talk radio. You want to have a hot take, but I'm, I just want to see kind of how it plays out. And I, I'm, I think that there could be value to this. And I think maybe people are overreacting and over exaggerating now because Boogie Cousins might end up being nothing. Um, LeBron, there might be another signing out in Los Angeles. Boston might be really good. Philadelphia might take another step this year. There's a lot of things filling. I actually think Golden State's kind of regressing too. They they looked a couple times this year like they were well, not. The, the question was if Chris Paul stays healthy, do the Rockets yeah. do the Rockets get one of those two two games? They might not have, but yeah. but the, but they easily could have too. And so. now is James Harden going to have another MP, MVP season? It's hard to think. You know, it's hard I, to I have a hard time if they bring on Carmelo Anthony. How are Carmelo Anthony yeah. and James Harden going to coexist? So. Yeah, and can Chris Paul stay healthy? I mean, all the questions. Keep and they piling. just paid Chris Paul a lot of money, which which, deal, which yeah. cost them um, maybe Ariza and, and and Bob Mute. Mm-hmm. So, so are you going? Well, are you going to the M or the, the NBA, the the Major League Baseball All Star Game? Perfect, perfect. <laughs> this is where this is where I wanted to go. I I don't no I, I I have no plans to go. You didn't get credentialed. Um, we I don't even think we. You didn't try. We, we, I don't think we even tried for credentials. We 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 should have, but I don't think we even tried. But to me, I mean, I'm not in Washington every day. It, yeah. there, there doesn't seem like there's any buzz about this game being yeah, it, being it, being. And I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, yeah. am, am I missing something, or is there really just not a lot of buzz about this All Star game like that it. being? Uh, 50 minutes down the road here. I think it's a bigger problem league-wide. I, I think that's an indictment on baseball more than it is Washington. And not, I shouldn't say baseball. I should say the All-Star game. The All-Star well, game. I mean, his interleague play killed the yeah, All-Star game. Yeah, it, it has. And and they've been tinkering with the All-Star game formula now, for, like it seems like, for years. Though if you win, you get home field advantage, like all this kind of different stuff. I just think people don't care anymore. I if I Because that was the second question I had for you is, did you get credentialed for the Home Run Derby? Because I think the Home Run Derby – can be a little more exciting. It was except there's no Stanton and no Judge this yeah. year, which kind of. But is Bryce Harper gonna? Harper's in it. Okay. Yeah. So I mean that'll be fun because he's beloved here. <clears throat> and could be his, could be his last year. Could be his last year. So I think that's good. Uh, you know, Nats Park's a beautiful park. I don't know if you've been there. I, I, I was I was there for the first uh, first game. Yeah, yep. I I I love it. Uh, I I like the team. I, I I probably lean more toward the Nats than I do the O's. But I just think it's an indictment on where baseball is right now. And it's it's very odd to me that we're so close to an all-star game and it doesn't matter to anybody. That's what I mean, in this area. Like, yeah. well, I, I, Josh and I were talking, like in 93, uh, we had just moved to Baltimore and Baltimore hosted the 93 all-star game. There were signs every, like you went yeah. to the airport, you flew into Baltimore and you're immediately greeted by all, all-star game 1993 signs and it, it was like a big deal mm-hmm. that Baltimore and you knew it around around yeah. town and, and again I, I I say granted I'm not in DC uh, mm-hmm. very often to know maybe maybe there is more buzz than I'm than 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 I'm giving uh, DC credit for but uh, but it just seems like no one's talking about this game and this game is happening here a, a week from uh, Tuesday I was going to so. say isn't it tu- not this Tuesday a week from uh, Tuesday a, a week from Tuesday okay. yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't get. I mean, I've seen a couple. No, no, of people. Wait, 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 wait. It's 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 next. It's. I thought it was this coming it, Tuesday. It's coming yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the, because the fifteenth is Sunday. Yeah, no, yeah. It, 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 it's it's Tuesday. So the home, so, home run so derby's Monday. So we're, we're we're now less than a week away, and it still feels like there's no buzz about yeah. this game. Yeah, I think it's a shame. I think it's I think it's a real shame. Are you, are, are you, were you trying to go, or were you trying to get tickets no, or anything? Or? I, well, but that's also that speaks to kind of my apathy toward baseball i guess right. yeah if, you're, you you've said from the start you're not the biggest baseball yeah. guy yeah if if it was an nba all-star if if the nba all-star weekend was here i would want to go to an event i don't even know that i want to go to the game but i'd like it to go like to the, the sat- slam dunk contest the, 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 or something the saturday night thing would be sort of the fun yeah. thing to go to so with uh, the with the three-point shootout yeah. and stuff like that yeah so. i would be into that uh but you know the the, the major league baseball all-star game doesn't have a lot of juice for me. Is that an indication of star power in baseball right now? A lack of? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit. So yeah, I mean, I, uh, part of it is just like the, the season's so long. It's like we yeah. we, uh, we we see these guys. For, I mean, forever, right? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, the, you, you say the other seasons are long too. I mean, eighty-two games for the NBA, but that's eighty-two games. I mean, this yeah. is like this is almost double. This is almost double that. Yeah, it's almost exactly uh, uh, double uh, for, for, for baseball. So yeah, the season's so long. Um, I mean, everything's so available. It's not nothing's appointment viewing in baseball. And interleague play, yeah. interleague right. play is play is the, it's the same. Like you, you can see anybody you want now. You can see any matchup you want. There's, there's literally an interleague series every series, just yeah. because, just because of the uneven numbers between the leagues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's not. It doesn't have the intrigue that it once had. Ooh, it's the American League versus the National League. I mean, that is gone. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say though, if if this was in a smaller town, if it was in Pittsburgh, for instance, I think if we lived near Pittsburgh, it would have a lot more juice. I think a lot of people in Pittsburgh would care because it's Pittsburgh. But the thing about DC is there's always just so much going on, you know, just like politics. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a political town before it's a sports town no right. matter what. The Capitals just won the Stanley Cup, so And maybe that's taking some shine yeah. off of it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean that maybe people would be more looking forward to the All-Star game if the Caps Fallen short again, or yeah. something, or something like that. So I mean, yeah. that, that, that's a good point. So yeah, I think it's too big of a city. I think there's too many other things going on. It's the summer; people like to vacation outside of DC. <laughs> right. It seems like everybody who lives around people here like wants to, to get pe- as far away. Right. People <laughs> like to get out. People <laughs> yeah. like to get away from DC. There, there's so much yeah. stuff that goes on, and so much of it is unpleasant or, or not fun. So, yeah. <laughs> so so when they get a chance to get out of town, they they, they take advantage of it. So. Um, our man uh, ba- Barry uh, Verluga wrote an interesting column. I don't know if you saw it the other day about did, about no. things that could be done to fix baseball. When it comes to the time of the games and, yeah. and the ball just not being in play, and I just didn't know if you had any thoughts on that, or because I know, like again, I don't want to get too far into the weeds into because no. I know you're not the biggest baseball guy. I so. well, I mean, I guess. What's your thought on a pitch clock? You know, what's your thought on on the 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 rule this year the mound visits and all that stuff is is the pace of the game really I, I, the I, problem I don't know that it is I don't know that I agree with that it, it's not so much the pace it's just the ball is not in play very uh, yeah. there's there's such long stretches where the ball is just with the strikeouts and and the home mm-hmm. runs and stuff like that just the ball there's not enough action I, uh, probably so yeah there's but it's never had I mean it's been going for more than a hundred years and it's you know never had that much action so that that's why I don't understand it's like well now all of a sudden we have to we have to make sure we speed people up and we have to make sure we speed the process up because we're losing. No, baseball is still baseball. There's still going to be, 
you know, you could still have a sequence between a, a pitcher and a hitter where he fouls off six straight balls. The count goes to, you know, two and two. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things about baseball is the, its lack of clock. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like it, it's a, I I enjoy going to baseball games. I even enjoy going to Frederick Keys games whenever I've gone. They, they're, it's a lot of fun. It seems so American to me. It seems so sort of romantic to go see baseball games. But when you're watching it on television and, you know, it's the middle of July and your team is hovering around 500, which, you know, right now, this is another, maybe this answers your question too about the all-star game being here. The O's are one of the worst teams in baseball. The Nats are, are one of the disappointing, I, I, most I'm disappointing. Big time underachieving. Yeah. yeah. So we don't have really a good team around here to get people rallied around baseball right now. So when I when I think about what could fix baseball, I think you should just leave it alone. Don't do anything. I don't think why you know why. So the game you shave off fifteen minutes. So what you know like you can still have the opportunity, like I said, to where you know hitters work long counts, pitchers work long counts. It goes in this direction they're, where well they're trying to control the things that they can control. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I think right now is ambivalence. You don't have somebody who's hitting 70 home runs. You also don't have a pitcher who's, you know, striking out 20 people every third start. Not that that ever happened, but, you know, you don't have a dominant figure in baseball right now. You really don't. People were hoping it'd be somebody like Aaron Judge or something like that. Max Scherzer might be the closest, funnest thing to that, and he's, you know, he plays in Washington. Right. So. Well, I mean, they're just looking at it. I mean— we're we're in a world where everyone overreacts to everything. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. that's part of it. Uh, I mean, attendance is down this year. Yeah. Uh, television ratings, I, I think, are I think are down. So baseballs like are they're sort of like starting to panic yeah. almost. Like, what do we do? What do we do? How do we save our game? How do how do we like turn the tide? And and again, you start maybe getting a little impatient and, and yeah. start doing things that maybe aren't in the best interest of the game. Yeah, and I don't think they are. I mean, do you think they are? Do you think that these sort of steps are good? The the clock. I don't like the clock idea. I mean, baseball. The beauty of baseball is it doesn't have a clock. So if you're introducing a pitch clock, you're introducing a a, yeah. a, a clock to baseball. So yeah. so I think that's one of the cool things about baseball. Yeah, it doesn't have a clock. Mm-hmm. I do think they could maybe limit the. Uh, they have limited the mountain visits, yeah. and I think games are down like five minute time. The game is down five minutes or so. So so there you go. Yeah. But but. Make pitchers, make relief pitchers face at least three, two or three batters. Don't bring, yeah. don't bring in a guy uh, to face one guy and then take him out. Yeah. So, so there's, there's little things they could do like that. Yeah. That, the, you the, know, the, I'm the, glad the, you said the, that because that annoys me. That does. Right. I mean, there's little things they could do that I think wouldn't change the game dramatically mm-hmm. that would improve things a little bit. But like you say, if, if they take 20 minutes off the game, it's still baseball. It's I mean, still baseball, yeah. Right. But not like you're messing with... Like, I also read something at one point. They were floating this idea of... I don't know if it was extra innings, maybe, or something, where you'd start a runner on second base. Do you remember this? Have yeah, well, they're, they're, they're trying it in the minor leagues. Yeah. So they, they do it now in the minor leagues. I don't know about that. People would reject that because, yeah. I mean, there's enough people that don't even like the DH in the American League. So if yeah. you're starting to put runners on second yeah. to start extra innings, the idea, it's like... Yeah, well, and, and the the idea, though, that you have... <laughs> you know, a runner who doesn't, he, you, you could have the fastest, you could have literally nobody on your team. You could have somebody on your team who doesn't even know how to play baseball. 
but he's, he's he runs a four four forty or something, and that's it. I mean, and it's the same thing that goes with these. It's like that Mister Freeze, you know, about that Mister Freeze guy at the Braves game where they do those warning track races. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where he gives them the head start and then he catches them or yeah, uh, and he often he often beats them. Yeah, yeah, you can have a guy like that on your team. It, so it, and it, then it becomes the same thing as these pitching decisions, which is what I was going to get into. Like I really. Now everything's overthought, and that's thanks to Joe Madden and, and you know managers like that, where, where where people say, "Oh, I know that this pitcher can go against this batter, and this will be the result." You put them in, you take them out. Teams end up having six, seven, eight pick pitchers a game. That slows everything down. Uh, I think it's you know it'd be the same thing. You just add another element of statistical analysis if you have somebody who's designated who's a designated you know, second base runner when, if you get to that point, I just don't think at, at some point you're taking away the purity of the game. And I know right. that sounds pretentious. Little, little things. I'm talking like little things like limit, make a pitcher, a relief pitcher throw to a certain, certain yeah. number of batters. They've limited the mound visits already. Um, so little things they could do that would help. But I mean, baseball is baseball. Yeah. I like your point. There's not a lot mm. you could do to really, <laughs> to yeah. really change it and make it a, some super popular game or, or whatever the seat they could, um, address the length of the season or maybe shorten the season at all. I mean, I know people would balk at this because yeah. just because take out, we'll take away interleague, interleague play, take yeah. that away, take it back. Right. Well, that would, that would, that would add more, <laughs> that would restore some intrigue to the all-star yeah. game. So, and you could, and, and now if they're budgeting all of the interleague games, anyway, take all those games out. What are you down to? 128 game season, maybe. I yeah. don't know. And, and start it, start it later. So you yeah. get, get out of the cold weather and, and, I'd say that I'd say it's more important to end the season earlier, so you're not competing with so much with the NFL and oh, yeah. and, and, yeah. and all the start of the other. Se- I mean, it, the season ends in October. The the, the basketball season starting, mm-hmm. the hockey season starting. You're you're midway through the NFL. You have college football, so your most important time of the season yeah. is taking place when all of this other stuff is happening. And, so well, and what's happening now too is it's Wednesday. I'm looking at my watch, July 11th. By the time you get to August, people are in college football mode. Right. That's and so like you have now it's the eleventh, what three weeks? Three weeks where people uh, and tra- training camp starts and yeah, two, and we're like two weeks away from training camp starts and that just takes over everything because right. the NFL is the biggest thing in all of sports. Right. So I so you know, so end your season in August maybe. Yeah. Uh, where, where people will pay more attention to you uh, when it's just like preseason football and just the start of the football season and and who knows so. Yeah. All right. Well, we've been talking for an hour, <laughs> so um, so we were worried that we wouldn't be able to fill it, huh? Well, well, well we always do. Well, we go we, longer we, than you and Josh. I think we were at an hour and two right now, and I think Josh and I went in an hour and two. So I think we're we're surpassing what Josh and I did. Yes, uh, last take week. that, Josh. So um, so he'll regret not being here. So, but mm-hmm. any uh, anything you saw, any, anything you're looking forward to? I mean, obviously there's the World Cup final. We were both interested in that. World but uh, but final. anything else of intrigue or coming up <laughs> that, that um, that's caught your eye? Something that I'm really annoyed with is I'm getting a ton of ESPN alerts for summer league basketball games. I don't care to steal a line from Josh. I don't. You do care because Junior Robinson plays for the for the Hawks. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, he's on the Hawks oh, summer league team. That's so. a perfect marriage and, for me. Right? Then. Yeah. You're a Hawks fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and I will care about. You'll care about the Hawks in the summer league. Because I also so. have the NBA TV, so right. I can watch But I keep getting alerts like, oh, my God. So somebody scored 10 points. It's like, I don't It's summer league. It's July. Are you into so. that three-on-three stuff that Fox puts on that? No. that, that, that um, 
with all the legends, right? right? Yeah. 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 What's it called? I forget. I, I forget the name of it too because I never watch it. So um, I'm looking forward to the the World Cup final, uh, the Wimbledon final. We didn't even get to that. Your boy's gone. Um, yeah, Mr. Federer. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we wanted to talk about that, and it's funny because Wimbledon lucked out with England losing because that yeah. the Wimbledon men's final would have been the same time as the World Cup <laughs> final and you might have had half the people in the it's it center court watching a soccer That's match on, on, on their phones, on their phones yeah. at the Wimbledon final so um, there's also the pay-per-view in Pittsburgh that we got to look forward to yeah so what are you looking forward to all of the above <laughs> I'm looking forward to ending this podcast which we should probably do before we bore our listeners uh, looking to, forward to the tears. all-star game I'm yeah. the one I'm the one person yeah uh, Get some buzz Here going, go. Colin. Yeah, go. Start pounding the drum out on the street out there. So, all right, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Josh <laughs> will be back next week. Barry's Verluga one of these days. One so. of these days. Thanks for listening, Justin. Another sports podcast.